Meet the celebrities on your radio station. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry and ElisaIlana.com. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, on the road with the Oak Ridge Boys is the latest book from Joe Bonzel, member of the legendary Oak Ridge Boys. Now, they're gospel and country music Hall of Fame members. Now, the book is part memoir, part storytelling, and all kinds of great advice for life and some nuggets for musicians or music business junkies. Now, Joe is here to give you the scoop on the book, share a few stories, and we couldn't be happier. Here we go with Joe on our show. You're going on the road with the Oak Ridge Boys. Welcome to the show, Joe. <laughs> that was the best welcome I have ever received anywhere. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, girls. Oh, well, we're so happy to have you with us today. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be with you, too. You know, I've known about your group for a long time, and the Oak Ridge Boys are fans of yours, and uh, our operations manager, John Muir, has been a fan of yours for as long as I can remember. Awesome. Uh, he's probably on your email list. <laughs> <laughs> and I know your show is very successful. Our Richard Sturban's been on with you, and so it's my turn, and I'm honored to be here. Oh, well, thank you so much. And this book, I just finished reading it. Initially, you thought you had said everything you needed to say about the Oaks and your stellar career, but then something your wife said kind of changed that. Well... It did. I opened up the book with a prologue. They're called Phenomenon. Okay. And my wife, you know, we've been married a long time. She's been around this for a long time. She's not easily impressed. <laughs> We're sitting in a parking lot right across the street from our office where our buses leave out of town. And I say in the book, the life of the road musician leaving town was being played out before our eyes. Mm -hmm. Guys pulling up in cars and trucks, families dropping guys off, guys hauling their bags aboard the two buses as they're churning away, getting ready to leave for some big fair in Somewhereville, U.S. Mm -hmm. And my wife turned to me and she said, you guys are a phenomenon. Mm. It's a phenomenon, she said, that rides on that bus. She said, it's just amazing you guys are still doing it like you're doing it. I was very moved by it. Gave me an idea at least to start the book. I really didn't know what direction I was going to go. We were doing a Christmas show up in Oregon. Okay. And all the Harvest House publisher people came to the Christmas show. Okay. And they loved the Christmas show. They loved how we honored Christ at the end. Mm -hmm. And the head editor of the book company bought my books. I had a book out called From My Perspective, which is a bunch of short commentaries, and a book called G.I. Joe and Lily, which was a bestseller for me about my parents in World War II. Okay. Well, he took the books home and read them. He said, we got to get in touch with this guy. We need to get him to write for us. Mm. We love his voice, is the way they put it. Okay. And so, man, they called me up, and they said, we'd love for you to come write for Harvest House, and the first book we'd love to hear from you would be a great inside look at the Oak Ridge Boys. Okay. Now, I remember writing that phenomenon chapter and then starting to follow it up with a new, fresh look at the group, kind of like make the reader a fly on the wall. Here's how we do what we do. Right. Here's how we've done what we've done. Ride with us and, and learn about the Oak Ridge Boys, uh, an American institution, man, together 42 years almost right now, and uh, right. Country Music Hall of Fame. I mean, it, there's a lot to tell. Thank you for reading, by the way. That, mm -hmm. That's an honor that you would do that. But as you can tell, I, I put a lot of heart and soul in the Yes, in and book. I think it, you really do see your heart. One of the things that I appreciated about the book is that you can feel the genuine appreciation that each of you has for every member in the group. As you would know, the music business is a tough business to stay united in. So did it take a while to get to that level of appreciation? Well, I think the Oak Ridge Boys have always been made up of group men. We're all group guys. We all know our place. We know what we all bring to the table. We all have different backgrounds and different talents, even in our very singing. But we all realize that the Oak Ridge Boys is the big wheel, and we're just spokes in the wheel. Yeah. And I really don't know that that has 
been much different over the years. That's been a part of the magic from the beginning. The fact that there was an Oak Ridge Boys group dating all the way back to the 40s. Each guy here has joined the group along the way. Like, William Lee Golden joined in 1965. He's been here 50 years. Wow, yeah. And Dwayne Allen's been here 49 years. Okay. And Richard's been here since 72, 42, almost 43 years, and I'm here almost 42 years. Okay. I joined in 73. I am You're the, the baby of the group. <laughs> I am <Sorry>. the youngest. <laughs> baby of the group. So team players, really, from the beginning. I think so. I mean, it's that group mentality that I think we really learned in gospel music. I okay. mean, Southern Style Gospel's where it all began for the Oak Ridge Boys. We never did gospel like anybody else. We never did country like anybody else. You we rewrote the rules as you went along. Pretty much so. You know, I heard a great thing the other day. Some reviewers said that the Zach Brown band was the Oak Ridge Boys of today. Okay. And I thought that was a very high compliment because I, for one, love the Zach Brown band. Yes. I love what they do, how they sing. I love the way they're mavericks in their own right. Mm-hmm. And they've got that thing that we did have and do have. The Oak Ridge Boys are kind of an island unto ourselves. I don't really care what everybody else is doing it and how they do it. I care about how we're doing it. Right. Uh-huh. Joe Bonzel here on the Mulberry Lane Show talking about his brand new book, On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys. You approach your career today much like you always did, and there's a sense of appreciation and excitement. So how do you keep from getting jaded with either the success and the ups and downs and you know sometimes the grueling schedule? Well, in my chapter, What is Hard and What is Not, I tried to take that on. Okay. To me... The only thing that's really hard about being an Oak Ridge boy and doing what we do is leaving home and leaving family. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing that's hard. Nothing else is hard to me. Staying in a hotel room all day, not hard. Uh Riding in a bus with a bunch of guys having fun and laughing, not hard. Yeah. Singing songs for a living, not hard. My daddy worked in a factory. That was hard. Yeah. I sing songs for a living. I mean, my goodness, I'm not exactly changing the world, but from time to time, I think we step in and influence it a little bit. And I also believe, as I wrote in the book, in the chapter called The ORB Doctrine, Mm -hmm. the music industry can be as difficult or as easy as you want to make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've known a lot of acts that make every single moment of every day as hard as it can possibly be. (laughs) I bet. From the time they show up at the fair and literally upset everybody in their circumference of being with their egos and demands and everything else, and by the time their tour buses leave that fairgrounds, The fair board, the crew, everybody there are so glad to see them leave, and they probably won't invite them back. Now take the Oak Ridge Boys. Here comes our buses in the very next night. First of all, we've probably played that fair five times before, maybe ten. In the case of the Kentucky State Fair, we're about to play it for the 40th consecutive year. Mm -hmm. Okay? Here come the Oak Ridge Boys. They know when we get there, everything's been taken care of. There are no surprises for us or them. Uh Our guys set up. They're nice to everybody. We get there. We're nice to everybody. We shake hands. We sing our songs. We shake hands again and get on the bus and go. It can be that easy. Yeah if you allow it to be. And I think that's another reason for the Oak Ridge Boys' longevity and our long-term success. I think it's a matter of treating people right. Yes. And that's the ORB doctrine. That, that is the about. ORB doctrine. That's my favorite chapter, by yeah. the way. Okay. And speaking of the Kentucky State Fair, there was a time when you stayed true to the ORB doctrine and ended up chartering flights to get there to make a performance. Funny thing is, and I write in there about our joking around with the fair guy, Dave Snowden, who books us there every year. And uh, there's been years we have called him on the phone and told him, oh, we can't make it. 
and he's got a big sold-out show. And I called him one time and told him all three guys were sick, and I'm going to have to do the show <laughs> tonight all by myself. <laughs> and he said, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'll sing a few hits. I'll do Elvira. I'll do some Elvis impersonations and some stand-up comedy. <laughs> and he was just fit to be tied, man. He, I thought he was going to faint that away. Oh, you know? I bet. And then we told him, ah, we're just kidding, Dave. We're all fine. We're on our way to the fair. Oh, that's funny. Well, therefore, a couple of years later, uh-huh. for some reason, we had booked the Idaho State Fair the night before the Kentucky State Fair. We had it all planned. We bust down to Salt Lake, get on planes, fly to Louisville, and do the fair. Not a problem. We'll get there in plenty of time. We had it all set, except all the flights canceled out of Salt Lake. Uh. So here we are. Now we call Snowden. Okay. He thinks we're joking. Oh, I bet. No, we're not joking this time, Dave. We are stuck in Salt Lake City, but don't worry, we will get there. We finally chartered two jets to take us and our band equipment we needed to get to Louisville, Kentucky. We got there two hours before the fair. Wow. And we got there, we did the show, everything went off great. We had a lease bus come up to Louisville, pick us up to bring us back to Nashville. And we spent, oh, I'm sure five times more than we made wow. playing that fair I bet. to get from Salt Lake to there in two private jets. Yeah. And how it comes around is this. Dave Snowden calls us two weeks later. There's a corporation show up in Maryland somewhere. I think it was Baltimore. And they were putting on a big show for some major corporation. And the act that was playing there couldn't make it. Could the Oak Ridge Boys come play? And Dave put us on that show. And they paid us enough to have paid for all those jets on that show. Wow. It so was a really big deal. So there's the doctrine. That it comes around. Comes but around. It, it comes back around, hon. You treat people right, it comes back around. And I'll tell you what, you treat people like crap, that comes back around on yes. you too. I agree. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. More stories where that came from. Pick up the book, On the Road with the Oakage Boys, and tune in next week for part two of our interview with Joe Bonzel of the Oak Ridge Boys. Mm-hmm, Rachel, catch him next week for more insight into the world of country music with more Joeisms from Joe Bonzel. Up next, it's Ben Wright of the Hen House Prowlers, Chicago's premier bluegrass band, recently featured on NPR and the BBC, and now the MLS, the Mulberry Lane Show. Stay right here with your radio sisters where every musical journey is respected. Eyes that look like heaven Lips like cherry